Welcome to this edition of the Disciples Men podcast with your host Greg Alexander and Alex Ruth. Thank you for joining us as we explore the many challenges of being man of faith in these challenging times. Disciples Men is a ministry of Disciples Home Missions of the Christian Church, Disciples of Christ in the U.S. and Canada. Let's listen in today's conversation. Welcome to another edition of the Disciples Men podcast. I am Alex Ruth, your Associate Director of Disciples Men, and with us today, we have Greg Alexander, who is the Director of Disciples Men. Good afternoon, Greg. How are you today? I'm doing great, Alex. It's great to be back with you. We've been on a bit of a vacation from our work with the podcast. It's great to be uh, be together again in this format. It is. It has been a little while. Uh, I think everything that we've recorded up to this point is, is now available on the uh, uh, Jesus Way website and some great conversations out there. But uh, we've been taking a little bit of a break in the summertime month and uh, decided it was important to check back in with everybody, let everybody know what's going on, that uh, we are still here, still working. Uh, that so, we are. That we are. Lots of stuff going on. So... Um, let's see what we can do to catch folks up. Um, what do we have going on uh, in the world of disciples men that folks need to know about, Greg? Well, I think everybody knows that uh, there's the office of disciples men that are that um, you know you and I take care of that ministry along with Kelly Harris, our wonderful support staff person. Uh, and then there's the General Conference of Disciple Men. And the General Conference of Disciple Men is made up of um, the regional staff people who have responsibility for disciples men in the regions, uh, the regional expression of disciples men, and, and those regional men's leaders, the elected president or whatever the title is for those groups and regions. And the General Conference of Disciples Men has had to postpone its meetings the last two years because yeah. of COVID. You know, again, that's nothing new. Everybody's been dealing with that. But one of the things that we decided to do, uh, this is the, the leadership. You and I are really kind of uh, ex officio to that group. We resource, but they, you know, they have their own elected officers and stuff and a wonderful group of men that we were blessed to work with. They have felt the need to, after many years, to take a hard look at the structure of the General Conference of Disciples Men and start asking a new set of questions, which you and I both have warmly embraced and feel they're the right questions yes. that need to be asked. And we've had uh, at least one time, I think guess one time that we set to where we could come together as the executive committee to begin that conversation. We have asked for feedback through our, our, you know, our news publication, the voice uh, from people and got some, a little bit of response back from that. But um, we are looking now uh, in some time I think, is it August or September? I forget. Uh, I think very beginning of October. First of October. Uh, we think we're finally going to get our group together to begin that conversation of um, who is God calling us to be as, uh, you know, as a general conference and as disciples men today. Yeah. And, um, and that's a, you know, conversation both of us have really looked forward to. We've helped some resourcing of that and, and we'll be part of that dialogue. Um, I have to say I'm thrilled with the openness that we have experienced through the leadership of the general conference. You know, sometimes um, there's a reluctance to, you know, to do new things. 
by people who have been doing those things for a long time. And this particular group of leaders um, are just wonderful and are ready to tackle the hard, the hard questions. And so um, that's one of the things that certainly um, uh, uh, we're focused on to try to help the, the general conference find its, uh, its, its purpose, if indeed it needs a new purpose for its ministry today. And I think you and I have been planning on some stuff, we, and I thought I'd let you kind of bring people up to speed yeah. on what it is we're working on. So one of the things that we kind of wanted to do for a while, COVID really, as with everything, made some changes to these plans. Um, but we've wanted to, for a while, kind of have a, a availability for, for some videos that kind of lay the groundwork for um, the whys and wherefores uh, behind the Jesus way. Uh, it's designed in a specific way to do a specific thing. We want to talk about why that's important um, and where we see ourselves um, as people of faith here in 2021 and why, uh, you know, living life in this, as we're confirming it the Jesus way, why that's important and how it can um, give new life to specifically men, obviously that's our focus, but all people, but to, to men um, who are uh, interested in deepening their walk of faith, uh, deepening their relationship with God um, and with other men, with everyone else in the world around us. Um, so we're doing a, uh, planning to record a video series, uh, will be a series of moderately short videos um, that we will then uh, publish and let everybody know where they are to kind of uh, form some of those foundational pieces. Uh, we've, we've talked about that some here on the podcast, um, but we'll be able to talk about it in a little more depth uh, in those videos. And we're hoping to be able to record those. We've been hoping to be able to record those, but it looks like we'll actually get that opportunity um, yet this early fall. Um, so those should be out and published here, uh, certainly by the end of the year. I think it's important, um, you know, as you and I've been doing this and, you know, we're both congregational pastors, yours, you're full-time, I'm very part-time. And I think that, you know, what we keep experiencing is sometimes the directions that we feel compelled to go as people of faith using the Bible and, you know, our theological perspective and stuff as our as our resource base for these things, is that sometimes because uh, because the biblical language in today's climate, biblical language can oftentimes be triggered as a political, some kind of a partisan statement. Right. And you know we're we're not immune in the work that we're doing from that reality because of so much a part of of life, you know, for right. us, especially in ministry and. You know, when I was a regional minister, there's a lot of times I'd be called in to put out fires, you know, between a pastor and a congregation, you know, because the pastor quoted a particular passage of scripture and someone in the church thought he was tricky or she was trying to make a political statement right. or a partisan statement and, you know, and uh, create all kinds of stuff. Well, when I started ministry, that that kind of climate didn't exist, you know, the you didn't have to agree with what their pastor said, but the pastor was given the grace that it, you know, to, to interpret the scripture. 
And, um, and that grace has diminished in so many circles. And so it's, it's imp- what we wanted to do or what we're wanting to do with this is to help people understand that, you know, that this has no political agenda whatsoever. I, I've been on this track for over 25 years. Right. I started, you know, when, we, when I started doing men's ministry all those years ago, this, nothing has changed of the foundational work that I've done. What we've done, and with your help, is, and you know, as we've studied and dialogued and worked and prayed together, is that it's expanded. You know, your your insights have helped add greater insights to mine. Other feedback we've gotten from other people, we've incorporated, and so it hasn't changed. It's gotten bigger, right? And more, and in some sense, I think more important, uh, more vitally important today in the kind of world that we're living. So we want to use these videos as an opportunity to help people understand the foundational, the faith foundation. And, and, you know, I would say maybe even the theological foundation, the biblical interpretation that we use that, you know, that has inspired us to make this particular journey with, with the disciple men we're calling the Jesus way. Right. And again, I don't expect that everybody's, you know, going to believe that, uh, uh, you know, in today's climate, you know, um, we know that if uh, I walked out on a sunny day and said, what a beautiful sunny day, someone's going to say, oh, you know, you're just making that up because you believe so-and-so and, and, uh, you know, you know how that works. Right. Yeah. And so again, that's, that comes with it, but, but we really are making an honest attempt to help people understand, as you said, the whys and the wherefores, but there's just, but it's, biblical theological uh, work that we're trying to do in making these videos uh, and releasing these videos. Yeah, and and the one thing that we've encountered is that um, in our current context, everyone's political radar is really heightened, right? Mm -hmm. So even a statement that you know, you or I believe is firmly rooted in our faith gets interpreted through a lens that is political. It's not that ministry is or life is apolitical. It's just a matter of where we start. And I think both you and I want to start from the theological, spiritual, relational point and to have that inform our politics and certainly not the converse. Right. And, you know, the nice thing, I think, about what we've been able to do with Jesus Way is that there's certainly room for a variety of different interpretations. Yeah. You know, it, because it is about each individual person's journey to an understanding of themselves and themselves in relationship to God and to other people, other men, other people in general. Right. Um, and so there are times, obviously, when, when something may be said that will be triggering or, or, you know, raise someone's hackles a little bit. But those are the opportunities to then step back and think about, okay, why did that make me feel that way? You know, mm-hmm. to, to really delve into the, the deeper questions um, and, and really explore um, who we are as people, as men of God, um, as brothers, um, as friends. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, You know, in a a nutshell, you know, the the way that the whole Jesus way journey 
works is that it begins by doing some becoming self-aware. Right. I mean, you start by just asking some basic questions about who am I? And they're honest questions about why I believe the way I believe, how I was formed, the way I was formed, why I do this instead of that. I mean, this just begins with a hard, honest look at self. That's what it does. Yeah. But it does that also in, or incorporates with that look at self, a look at God. Yes. Who is God? And uh, who is God to me? And why is God this to me? Uh, you know, etc. And so it's an opportunity for us to say, is my story? Who I am right now is Greg Alexander. It's who I am, the person, the Greg, that God has called me to be, or God created me to be. And if I'm not, how, what, do I, what must I do in order to be that person that God created me to be? Yeah. And when we get to that point of asking the question of what does God want me to be and do with my life, is when the Jesus way begins. Yes, because then we shift to let Jesus be the model by which we live our lives of faith. Yes, and so uh, you know we sometimes uh, some again. I, I want people to listen to the intent. Is it starts with you? Who am I? An honest, an honest moment of self awareness. I am this. I am not that. I may not want to be this, but I became this because. So how do I become a new this or become that when I'm this, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of confusing, right. but, but that's the, but that's the point. And so if you don't want to take the hard look at yourself and ask those hard questions, if you don't want to have to deal with your shortcomings or, you know, uh, some of the, some of the things that are off putting to other people or why you create a whole lot of enemies, you know, by how you live your life or, or why people fall in love with you. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it, both are true. Uh, you know, if, if you really aren't interested in that kind of self-awareness and the Jesus way journey is not for you. I mean, you, you're not. just flat. You're just going to flat be lost in this thing. And yeah. because it's for people who truly want to be draw closer to God. Yeah. Not tell God who they want God to be in their life. Exactly. But to let God tell them who God wants them to be and uh, in their life. And, uh, you know, and we've done this as honestly as you can get as biblically sound as theologically sound as it's possible to do. And will it, will it raise red flags for certain people's points of view? What better? I hope it is. <laughs> <Isn't> it better. <laughs> or it's a waste of time. Well, and so yeah, because... we want, we want it to raise flags for you, but we also want it to be done in the fellowship, you know, in a trusting and uh, confidential fellowship where you can actually wrestle with that kind of stuff. One of the reasons why we say we, it's important to raise red flags in, in your life, or the, the curriculum certainly could, is because in our writing process, um, it has red, raised red flags in our own lives. It has shown us those parts of ourselves where we have growing to do, um, our growing edges, if you will. Uh, you know, it, so it, it's not us finger pointing uh, as much as trying to highlight the path by which we all draw closer uh, to God in our individual journeys. Well, it is a bit of finger pointing, but it's also recognizing that we got three fingers pointing back yeah. at us. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. That's a better way to say it. And so again, we're not, we're not off the hook and you know, you yeah. and I've been doing a lot of writing together the last two years, Alex, which has been an absolute blessing to me. 
And, and you are so right is that, you know, each time we, we discover something new about ourselves, about the common journey we're on, about, you know, what we want to do and not do about men's ministry directions change. Uh, You know, in some case, I don't think the foundational work that we've done has changed, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, it's a growth process for us too, which is an extraordinary blessing. It is, it is. Another thing that we have coming up um, that we haven't had the opportunity to really talk about yet, partially because, well, COVID and we've all been wondering what's going to happen, is I think both of us over the next couple of months um, have some opportunities to be part of some men's retreats um, and uh, on a couple of different ways. Um, And there's at least one retreat that I know of coming up uh, that neither of us is necessarily going to be a part of, but is an opportunity for folks to, to, if they want to, uh, join with other men, other disciples men, as we uh, begin to dream of what looks like, uh, what the future looks like. You know, take some time to uh, deal with the effects of COVID and how that has impacted all of us. Uh, and then to dream about what the future of men's ministry might look like um, in several different regions. Um, so I know that there are two retreat, well, three retreats actually coming up in September, um, the weekend of, and I need to make sure that I get the dates right, uh, the weekend of the 17th through the 19th, um, there is going to be a, a Disciples Men Retreat in Michigan, uh, the Michigan region is putting that on. And then the following weekend, um, I'm going to be, I'm I'm keynoting in Michigan. I'll also be keynoting in Kansas uh, the following weekend, the 24th and 25th, uh, just outside of Wichita, Kansas. And I believe, Greg, you're working, uh, going to another um, retreat that same weekend. The 17th, 18th, and 19th of September, I'll be in Florida at their regional men's retreat. Uh, Years ago, I did a lot of work in Florida. I haven't been there to do men's work in a long, long time. And I am so looking forward to going back to seeing, you know, some old familiar faces and a bunch of new faces uh, there. They have a good men's uh, program. I think you did that retreat the last time they had one, didn't you? Yeah, I was fortunate enough to be down there in the summer of 2000 or fall of 2019. Um, And I just know that some some health issues um, required them to change directions and fortunately you were able to step in and uh, and take over leadership of that event so that's a great campground it is it's a it's a great place it's uh, right outside silver right across the street from silver springs yeah and uh you know so and i think they have some kind of a working relationship with them uh right outside uh, ocala and yes. uh uh, yeah, that's so again, you know, we want to extend the invitation to any man who would want to come to either of these retreats. Yes. I know uh, Florida and Michigan and Kansas or uh, Kansas would welcome, you know, any and all guys who want to come and be with us. Um, then, you know, if you go to the regional websites, you'll find all the all the information about registering for these events. Yeah. And then coming up, I believe it is the 15th through the 17th of October, uh, West Virginia. Uh, men are having uh, a retreat as well. So um, 
lots and lots of opportunities coming up this fall. There may be others that we don't know about. If there is something going on in your region with Disciples Men you'd like us to know, please drop us a line. Let us know because we'd love to uh, love to share that across the denomination. Well, Alex, I'm really glad we've had a chance to get caught up again. It's been too long. Uh, it's been too long since you and I've been together. And, yeah. uh, you know, we've done we do our Zoom check in uh, most weeks and, um, uh, you know, to, to keep our, our work going. Uh, but uh, we haven't had a chance to be in each other's presence for quite a while. And uh, so um, we have uh, really loved having all the guests our you know, all the leaders in our church uh, be a part of the podcast with us. Um, and we have some new folks lined up. I don't know whether you want to share any of that information or not about who we have. We, we're still working on some dates, but I don't know whether it's appropriate to share the names yeah, of some of the folks. I think that'd be great. Um, already we have at least a tentative, hopefully uh, not, less, hopefully less than tentative. Hopefully it's, it's a, a solid date, but things can change over time. Um, in uh, just a few weeks, we're going to spend some time recording an episode of the podcast with Melissa Guthrie Roy, who is the executive director of Alliance Q, which is our um, ministry arm and the disciples that work with the LGBTQIA community. So Melissa is going to join us for a podcast. We're really looking forward to that uh, coming up in uh, later August. Uh, we're also planning on or, and trying to firm up a date uh, to speak with um, Doug Haugen, who is um, retired now from Lutheran Men in Mission. He did ministry in the Lutheran uh, Church, ELCA, for a, a long time. And uh, Greg, is, uh, Greg and Doug are old friends um, and introduced me to one another, uh, to, to Doug. Greg did. And uh, Doug also has been doing a lot of work um, with what's called Project 12. And we've got some, some uh, curriculum that we've talked about uh, through Project 12 that Greg and I have been a part of a writing team. Um, so Doug and Melissa are pretty well set. Is there anyone else that we're working on, uh, Greg, that's slipping my mind right now? Well, we've been wanting to get V Nguyen, who's the director of Week of Compassion, um, lined up to do a, be a part of the podcast with us. Uh, v is a extraordinary leader in our church with uh, um, uh, with a wonderful story. And another person you and I have not talked about who I want to make sure we get invited in is Paul Shea. Paul is the director, yes. or is the president of the uh, Council on Christian Unity for, our, for the denomination. And uh, Paul, another just extraordinary great guy. I've known Paul for many, many years and is a terrific leader in our church. So these are some of the folks we're, we're trying to get lined up. And then um, uh, Pat Donahue, who was the director of Disciples Women, retired a few weeks ago, and they have announced the new director of Disciples Women. And I'm sorry her name has escaped me, but we certainly will try to schedule time to do a podcast with the new director of Disciples Women through Disciples Home Mission. Yes, her uh, name is escaping me at this moment as well. That was, that was just announced, so in fairness to us. <laughs> it was just announced. <laughs> We're just getting older. That's yeah. all that happens. Yeah. You know? uh, uh, so, yeah, we've got all sorts of uh, exciting things, I think, coming up uh, for us in the coming months. Uh, Greg and I have taken a bit of a 
vacation, a summer vacation, if you will, on some curriculum pieces that we've been working on, but hoping to reignite those this fall as well. Um, as well as uh, COVID has really put uh, some throwing a wrench into the works of getting started on some curriculum um, that we had planned and we've talked about on the podcast before, uh, curriculum that brings writers from all of our disparate um, racial ethnic groups together to write a curriculum, as far as we know, first of its kind from the ground up curriculum uh, written by all of our racial ethnic partners uh, in conversation together. Um, we are still hopeful that um, COVID will give us a window where we can gather in person um, this fall and begin that work uh, together. So still lots and lots of exciting things happening in the world of disciples, men. Uh, even if we haven't uh, been in diligent about sitting down and recording our podcast with one another. But we're, we're back up and running. And, uh, and so folks stay tuned we got more stuff on the way and uh, hope that uh, hope you'll want to join us for future podcasts. Yep. Thank you all. Thank you, Greg, for your time today. And we'll talk to you all soon on another edition of the Simpleton Podcast. Our special thanks to our good friend, the Reverend Dr. Dean Phelps, for providing the special music of this podcast. You can discover more of Dean's music at deanphelpsmusic.com. And you can learn more about the ministry of Disciples Men on Facebook and through DisciplesHomeMissions.org.